Hi there. I'm Veronica Wilhelm, an organizational development consultant and executive coach in Seattle, Washington. And I'm here to tell you how to have the best day ever at work. Today, we're concluding our intro series on structure, and it's been a ride. Roller coaster of organizational development. We've learned about goals, roles, processes, and now we're on to our last piece resources. I know, I know. Whoa, whoa, Veronica, this is too much excitement. I need to slow down. Sorry, friend, this is the mad world of organizational development, and we do not slow down. JK, we totally slowed down. But this week, we're charging ahead with one of the most easily misunderstood parts of structure. Now, when I say resources, I mean anything that is of limited quantity within your organization. The most common examples are money and time, but this can also include bandwidth and capacity, physical space, technology, skills, anything that you don't have in unlimited supply. When planning for our goals, we sometimes make goals that don't necessarily take our resources into account. You can want to put hats on all the chickens in the city, but if you don't have enough people to knit the hats, then your goals need to scale back. And that's a frequent problem I see is getting to resources in the structure process and seeing that an organization doesn't have enough. And rather than the organization adjusting the goals, and by the organization, I usually mean executive leadership, they just ask people to do more with less. It sounds super common, right? This was one of the hallmarks of the Great Recession in 2008 and 2009 when people were asked to have the same output with less resource, and for the most part, they did it. It was pretty impressive. Similarly, during COVID, people were asked a lot to perform as if they had the same resources as always, when in fact, the resource of bandwidth and capacity was severely limited because we had to figure out how to adjust with all the new safety procedures, figure out how to avoid dying from a virus that was new to all of us. And so we could do basic things like, I don't know, get groceries and like eat and stuff. So the resource of bandwidth and capacity, that just refers to how much space do we have in our brains for something and how much physical time and energy do we have to do it. Technical expertise and skill is another resource that I think is easily overlooked until you don't have enough of it. My late husband was a master electrician for the Seattle Repertory Theater for 20 years. Being a theater electrician is a very complex job and requires a lot of specialized knowledge. When he got his cancer diagnosis, he had to identify who had the skills in the city we live in to meet the needs of his job so he could take time off and do stuff like, I don't know, chemotherapy. Some electricians were perfectly skilled, but some did their jobs using like different light boards. And so they knew how to program lights a little bit differently than what they used at the rep, or they used a type of light or a convention of electrics that was different from how the rep operated. So Andy would have to think about who could fill in with the least amount of training or no training at all, and who would need some handholding to limp along until he could return after chemo or something else. He had a member of his crew who was also a skilled electrician, so he always had him as a backup option. Redundancy of technical skill is not something we readily think about as a resource. We think we have the one person who knows the thing and that's great, but if that one person moves to Mexico or gets a devastating terminal illness diagnosis, you'd be, and this is the technical term, fucked. Someone could also be under-resourced if they have a particular preference of like doing their work and they don't have the tools they need to work in that way. And 
for some folks like those with disabilities, this might not be a preference at all, but a necessity. Recently, I was talking to someone who has a sort of new chronic illness that they're managing. And as we were talking through this latest flare, I challenged that person to think about what are the ways that instead of you sort of limping along until you can get through this flare, what are the things that folks who have disabilities similar to the symptoms that you experience in this chronic illness, what are some of the tools that they use in order to get their work done? I told them that not just as a way to help themselves, but also because being aware of what the resources are that folks need who are disabled or marginalized, well, you never know when you're going to be the one who needs that. And it's always helpful for someone in a position of leadership to know what are the tools or the things that I need in order to make sure my workers can do their jobs, even when they're not at peak health, whatever peak health means, which is a total construct that we can talk about someday too. So resources like processes are also ever evolving. So once you think you've figured out resource allocation, things will change immediately. That's because people are constantly changing. Our needs shift depending upon our season of life or working styles, our health, the demands and needs of our jobs. So you think of resources as a series of knobs that you're dialing up or down, then you'll be better equipped to take in feedback when someone says they need more of this or less of this or training for this particular thing. It's not a failing to identify resources someone needs that they haven't had. It's a failure to never ask what someone needs or to hear it and then not work to provide it. So that's it. That's the end of structure, goals, roles, processes, and resources. I hope this has been helpful. We'll keep working together to figure out how to have the best day ever at work. So glad you could join me today. Share this episode with someone who you think needs to hear it. Follow me on Instagram at Veronica and sign up for my newsletter at wilhelmconsulting.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to this here podcast. I look forward to being with you again soon.